You're listening to I can't even do a straight face. I can't do this intro in a normal human manner. But is it because the episode rocked your mind so much? It might be. I think I feel like I got hit by a car, perhaps. Ah! It's like, damn. Spoiler alert. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. My mind's all over the place. I guess like if you didn't if you didn't watch the episode, but you were going to listen to just the if you if you listen along with the podcast while you watch the episode then that's a spoiler but i guess me saying it's a spoiler is more of a spoiler how do, how do you let's let me check in let's check in kim how, how are you feeling right now i mean i literally just watched this episode not 30 like i concluded it 30 minutes ago and i'm i'm so glad that i watched it immediately before we were recording because i am my mind is so freaking rocked by this episode. <laughs> and I feel that it really took a hard left turn. Um, mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I feel like maybe the left turn just brought us into a circle. So. I think Kathy I understand thoughts what or you're Steve saying. Thoughts? Yeah, please, Kathy. Oh, I got to admit, I watched this yesterday and I did not remember what you guys were talking about. So I had to look in my notes. I was like, oh, Kathy, right. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yesterday? Oh, my God. You couldn't it's remember. It's like you got amnesia from a head trauma. <laughs> or a I mysterious IV. <gasps> oh, let's. So many ways to hurt yourself or be hurt. Yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. And, uh, and, and to be and, scammed by somebody wearing a face mask, apparently. So many. Okay, things. well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm. I've already gotten us way ahead of ourselves. You can also be scammed from um, writing things in a certain way, and um, if man, I also don't know what that's referring. I don't to, know what that's referring. I'll, I'll get into it. Okay, well, later. let's get into it so oh, that okay. Steve can reveal it. the secrets of his mind to us. <laughs> I would love to know Steve's <laughs> secrets. Oh, just one of them for today. Oh, just one. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, one is pretty good. I don't That's have okay. any secrets. Me neither. Well, not uh, to share on the podcast. Oh, mysterious. <laughs> wow, so many Ooh. secrets. <laughs> wow, I don't think I have any. Uh, which is okay. Sometimes you don't have secrets, and that's well, fine. And we'll see if by the end of the episode you do have one or two. Yeah, maybe. Well, okay. This episode starts off, as a lot of episodes do, in the IC headquarters. Yiso is overworking herself. And I don't know, do we need to cancel her? She is like, she's like, I don't know, sexually harassing Roy. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I agree. I mean. Yeah. It's a I, little uncomfortable. I it, To the point that like, I, I must jump ahead. I like, I, I have to jump around while we talk about this episode because mm. the events that happen in the last like, like 20 minutes, like I, I, I it, it made me rethink, <laughs> like when Roy is like, I do like East Hall. I was like, did I, was I misreading it when I thought that she was being like, like sexual harassy? Uh, like I was like gaslighting myself. Like I was like, what? But, and, and then no, because she was being so aggressive and like inappropriate in a workplace, crossing boundaries and like 
But then, well, now I don't want to get ahead of myself, but. I will say, though, the age thing bothers me less now that we flash forward. Forwarded. I agree, because they're they're more in the same space in their lives now. Like, yes, they're they're less of like college age student and adult man. Yes, true. In well, fact, they're mm-hmm. very much in the exact same space now in terms of career and uh, life, perhaps. Right. CEO and CFO are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm told. It's... I don't really know. I've never even met a CEO, I don't think. Um, well, oh, they're always scheming, though. You know, Yiso and Roy, just they're just trying to still get Dehi out. So they're trying to replace this, like, director uh this non-executive director in the board of directors for Janga. Um and they're like setting up Yisaw to take over. Um and Yisaw, let me tell you, is hitting the pavement. She's meeting with so many different people while doing her own job. Um her health is suffering. She's sleeping at work. Her nose bleeds at one point. It's like not good. Um and then on the way I'm we could cut this part out. I'm jumping around a little. I'm so sorry if that confuses anyone else. It confused me a little bit for a moment. Back to it. Okay. So you saw standing. I'm confused. Did we just do a commercial break? I had whoa. What just hit me? I don't even know what just. I just felt like I got hit by a. We record an hour later, and suddenly my brain freezes. That's what this episode will have. I mean, I said already that I have to jump around when talking about this episode because it's just so wild. So Let's Kathy, just do a Jackson I'm... Pollock style. Throw what's on the wall. Okay. Yeah. Just go with just it. Go at it. We'll. We'll, okay. we'll. If there's anything super pressing, we'll jump in. I I love this support. Thank you guys so much. Okay. It's just a lot. It's a lot in this episode, but we'll get to it. It's so okay. much. Okay. It's so much. And you know so... what? I just have to say that it like it. I was like. <laughs> There's two episodes left after this. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Guys, is... we already had so much going on. Now, I'm not mad like when we watched Secret Garden and I was like, you guys are like grasping at straws here. Like, I don't feel like they're grasping at straws, but I do feel like it's like, oh, my gosh, there's so much going on. Yes. Which brings me back to this board of directors, which is a little bit lone talk because I'm like, I don't let's not get caught up in the logistics here. But you saw pounding pavement. Dehi and Gunsu have their own plans, right? We don't really know what they are yet. But Gunsu runs into Yiso on the street and he's like, oh, come drink with me. Also crossing boundaries and like using his like secrets, his like known secrets of Janga to like lure her oh, on a so date. Sad. Mm-hmm. It's really so pathetic. Low. It's like it really I feel bad for Gunsu in that moment. It's like, come on, man. Really? You're going to entice her with corporate secrets? I felt, oh, like, I felt like he was just such a um, like a little parrot at that moment. Like, I'm sure that this is something that he's seen like other people at Donkako do and he's imitating that. And it does yeah. make me feel bad for him because I'm just like and what he says later in the episode where he's like, I would have take down. I, uh, I see and whatever. Like, I'm just like, you're just you're just imitating what other people do. Yeah, it's not a good look. And then it gets even worse because when Gunsu and Yisa come into the bar, who should be there but Sua and Roy on like a pseudo date? But it's not like really, it's like a kind of date. Oh my God. I don't God. know. And this They're date, just getting coffee. What? Sorry, They're not go even ahead. drinking. 
I don't think they're even drinking. They're just having like a, 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 a crumpet and some tea. It really gave me the vibe of like uh, Ali Wong and Daniel Day Kim and Always Beat My Maybe sitting in the back of the car, like uh, both on their phones, like not not really having a conversation. You know what I mean? Like talking at each other. Yes. Yes. It gave me that and vibe. It's really weird, too, because Sua like demands that Roy tells her that he still likes her. Uh, um, really not. And it's not cute. It's very thirsty. And then when Yisa like sees them and runs out of the restaurant, Roy like gets up to go follow Yisa and Sua stops him to be like, don't leave, like stay with me. And then Roy doesn't even answer, but he hesitates. And so I was so quick to be like, JK, 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 this is nothing. Like, go ahead. She's like, it's been 15 years. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, 15 really, years, people? guys. Shit or get off the pot. Like, your legs are fully asleep right now. Come on. Yes. Just move it along. <gasps> Does that happen to you, too? I didn't know that happened to everyone. I thought That it was, was just, just theoretical. <laughs> okay, there's my secret. There's both of our secrets. Oh, and there's Kathy's secret as well. Oh, Airing no, out the dirty laundry. <laughs> I do need to jump back really quick because before this happens, um, Roy and Yisol are on the street and like, again, Yisol, as she always is, is like, Roy, I love you. Like, you know, blah, 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 professing her love. And then Roy is like pretty straightforward. And he's like, I don't like you. I've told you this like a lot before that I don't like you. And like, I was just like, oh, this is like, feels like it's like, I, I would assume that if she had done this that he, if he had done this before, like been so kind of cold with her that we would have seen it. And I was like, four plus years in is a little late to be like, hey, listen, I told you once, twice, a thousand times not to do this. And I'm telling you again. But then he immediately apologizes. He's like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, also, she's strange. also she's like, oh, that because it, it means that you like me. Like, I, I can tell that, that was you the crazy like part. Me. I was like. What the fuck is that? Is I mean, and I kind of get it because like everybody's talking in circles all the time. No one's just like, I mean, people are straightforward with each other, right? Like he saw is always like, I love you, Roy. I love you, my boss. Um, but <laughs> it's like, just say what you mean, you guys. We only have so many hours in the day. Y'all are fucking around all the time. How did you manage to get this business off the ground? You guys are fucking around all the time. I know. They're so oh. direct in their business dealings, but not in their... The business of love. That's right. Is love a transactional business? I think in the beginning it kind of has to be a little bit because you got to you got to figure out what's going on. I mean, straight up, you just got to be. Yeah. I mean, you, you're you just like, hey, do we like the same stuff? We're just exchanging mm -hmm. information. It's just like a more romantic job interview. Right. It's like, are you still on board? Yes. Are you still on board? Yes. And honestly, and it just goes back and forth. They should do that at jobs, too. Well, I guess mm -hmm. some jobs have like a like a review kind of a thing. Anyway. I mean, Yisa's definitely been pushing the um, the car salesman tactic of like, <laughs> well, okay, wait, 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 don't, don't leave yet. Don't leave. Yeah. I got something else for you. Let me talk to my manager. We only do this for special people like you. <sighs> and it's like, <laughs> there's that moment where Yisa looks up at Roy with these crazy eyes and I'm like, Roy, no. No, she's bending your will. Ah, run. Well, I guess in that way, it does kind of work in the sense that he does say he likes her at the end, and which it, is so it odd. Work. It kind of really comes out of left. Persistence well, well, beats resistance. I guess so. But then not for Sua. 
So I don't, I don't, okay, yeah. well, we'll get to it's, that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get to it. Okay. So Gunsu has confronted, after this whole date fiasco, Gunsu <laughs> confronts Roy for using Yiso, which, like, I kind of agree. I wanted you to know, ask if you guys agree or disagree with what he's saying. I think his intention is bad because he's also, like, not acting in good faith. But I think his point stands. Yeah, Gunsu does make a good point. Uh, in the beginning, though, I would have given it to Roy because I thought Roy was very fair in the beginning, uh, making it clear, like, look, I don't like you. Um, and if that's going to be a problem at work, then, then we got to do something about it. Um, and fast forward to four years later, here we are. Right. And also like Roy hired Esau as she, he didn't hire her, like knowing anything about her. Whereas Esau already had a crush on Roy when she started working there. So it is messy. Very messy. But that's not to say that Roy is like completely absolved of any sort of responsibility here, right? Because she has said many times, and this is a manipulation on her part too, but she said many times like, you can go ahead and fire me if you feel uncomfortable, which again is wrong of her um, to manipulate him in this way. But it's also like, it's all a mess. Ugh. It gets sticky. Yes. Speaking of messy or sticky or i don't know if it's any of them but i had the thought at this point in the episode like has anyone checked in on lone shark grandma oh how is she doing she's not dead you well, she's chilling oh, she she's made her chilling? investment and ic is doing well as uh, as far as we understand she's at right? the spa good well it's just been four years and like you know she's not the young she's not a spring chicken anymore so i just wanted you to make sure right maybe like tony is still checking in on her and making sure she's okay but if we're all clear we're all clear I think we're okay. Last episode, okay. we missed Tony, but I presume I can pe- put the uh, the pieces together in my mind that Tony was busy looking after Lone Shark Grandma. Tony, because Tony does make a brief appearance in this episode, and Tony's rocking uh, the yes. turtleneck too. And so yes. you know, this is this is a sign of wealth. Is the turtleneck? I was like, yes. yes, Tony, moving up, moving on up. Well, when Sue is leaving the bar, when she's been stood up by Roy, which I it, it's I'm hard pressed to say that she's been stood up because it wasn't really a date. Um, but Gunwon catches her and takes her out and tells her he has like I don't know he like alludes to this like plan he has. Everyone has a plan, uh, and everyone, this man has also, been everyone in just j- like pop. Go ahead. No, after you. I was just going to say, and this man has been in jail, so you know that he has had time to think of a plan because this is where Roy cooked up his whole mm-hmm. 5, 7, 15, 95 year plan. Yeah, Kunwan's got a plan. We don't know how what the date period of that is. But I was just cracking up at how now it's like I started to get, ah, the Korean drama vibes, which mm. is trope one. Everyone's just waiting to pop out the next corner. You just... It's a small world. We all live in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood of drama. And you just can't walk anywhere without running into someone you're in some sort of active drama with. And so we have Gunwon happening to run into Sua. And Gunwon is uh, is rocking the Roy bowl cut uh, black leather jacket also. Yeah. I will say he looks... He looks good, though. I was going to say that, too. I was pretty... like a strong hottie contender. And I felt mm-hmm. and I felt and I won't get ahead of myself. And by saying that, you know that my opinion will change later in the episode. But at this point in the episode, I was like, wow, 
he really had like a change of heart while he was in prison. Mm. And maybe me and Kathy were right in that he's coming into his true personality as a kinder and gentler person. Mm-hmm. You, you got that from this dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I'm, I'm not sure that I got this. I was a little bit like, uh oh, you're missing your opportunity to like join forces with Roy, which was what I was really hoping for, Gunwan. Mm. But it, it looks like it's not going to happen. I really he, don't he, think he, it's going to happen after we have well, watched sure, this. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will give him this, though. Mm-hmm. The confidence that prison life has given Gunwan totally changes his demeanor. But it didn't change Roy's. It didn't, like, make him hotter. Well, Roy still came out of prison with the same haircut that he went into prison with. This is well, I think issue. if you go to prison, you just end up with some sort of variation of a bowl cut in general. Then why is it that Gunwan's haircut, bowl cut, looks so much better than Roy's. And I have Gunwan just answers. adds a little bit of like hair product. That's why it kind of clumps together like, you know, the little icicles on his forehead. Look, we here at the Korean Drama Podcast are asking the important questions about bowl cuts and their ratio to haughtiness. There you know? is a, like there's a scale of acceptable bowl cuts. <laughs> OK, you know, there's like the unacceptable end. That's Roy. And then I will put Gunwan somewhere in like the. C plus B minus area. Oh, that's a little harsh. I would say I would give him a solid B. Really? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't. I guess I. I'm, I guess I'm not thinking of. I guess I don't have a reference point of like what an A or an A plus bowl cut would look like. Steve, I right, see that right. you fluffed up your hair so that we don't mistake your hair for a bowl cut. Well, here's the full on bowl cut now. <laughs> wow. You- oh damn! Wow! 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 Yeah. You look so super K-pop right now. You do look oh very God. K-pop. It's uh, thanks. If so, I didn't know better, you might have been just released from a Korean jail. This is and this is the, the <laughs> but this is the thing. This is the thing. This is my point. Steve like has his hair cut in such a way that he can wear it as more of a bowl cut, but the way he styles it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. Seroi, take a note. Yeah, Seroi. Everyone could maybe learn something from this moment. Seroi. Okay. Yeah. Seroi. Okay, moving on. Seroi. Okay, moving on. Seroi. Seroi. Change the care. Okay. Seroi. Okay. Listening. So Yiso is like sick, but she still wants to go to this meeting, but of course faints on the way. Um, Oh my gosh. So... Yiso is rushed to the hospital, but Roy goes to the meeting because he has to be at the meeting to vote. Um, and at this vote, Kong kind of comes out as being with Donbom, which I guess, like, I don't know why she had to do that because I thought, like, Dehi knew because she was spying on Dehi. I was confused yeah. by that confrontation as well. Um, well, hmm. in any case, the vote is rejected. So Yiso does not get this new job. And wait, before because- before we move on, mm-hmm. I want to say I did think for a second that Roy was going to I thought we were going to see Roy vote against Yiso because mm-hmm. of what Gun Gunsu said. Um, because like uh, I don't remember what he said, but like they 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 was it Gunsu? Now I, maybe I'm misreading my notes. Maybe I meant good one. Anyway, because I, I think I thought that uh that Roy might vote against it because he was seeing how much like throwing herself into work was affecting Isol and how yeah. 
like he's grappling with his feelings about her and like kind of the kind of thing of like, well, if you don't actually have feelings for her, but maybe even you just care about her as a person, you don't want her to be working herself to illness, you know? Right. But that right. wasn't that wasn't true. But that was just the vibe I was getting. No, I guess Gunsu was right because Gunsu remember says that Roy will do anything to get his goals. Which right, is that's even what like it was. Yeah, sending Gisa to the hospital. Oh, I will say also when Dehi and Kong have this confrontation, I felt like maybe Dehi was planting some seeds in Kong, like some seeds of doubt that maybe she'll like betray Roy later. I don't know. Two episodes left. We'll see. Ooh. Okay. But that's huh. my prediction. So hmm. we so the I just, I just thought Tehi was just an old guy who's like, well, I'm I've only got two months left, so I'm just gonna start um calling out names and insulting everybody mm. on my way out. Yeah, and he he knows. says that to Sua later in the episode too. He's like, listen, I'm almost dead. Like I'm I don't know why I'm telling you this stuff, but I guess I don't have anything to hide <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah, I don't know, but here well, it is. I I don't want to get. A, I have a theory about that, but I won't get ahead of myself. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because so, uh, Roy goes to the hospital where Yisa is at after the uh vote gets rejected. Even though she, he should be like calming his stockholders, but no, no, no. He goes to Yisa, uh, and Sungguan says he's going to take over all Yisa's stuff, which is like, isn't that a bad idea? Because Sungguan is like an idiot and. Gunsu is like recording their conversations. Right? Oh yeah. I forgot that Gunsu was recording their conversations. <laughs> There's so much going on, I completely forgot. Oh yeah, I You're just right. feel like this is gonna be a bad idea totally later about on. That. I mean, it well, could be, and also it could like just that could that part could just fall off, I would believe, a little bit because of what happens later in the episode. You know what? You're right. Maybe I'm like cherry picking at seeds too much. Okay, well, Roy is inspired to buy Yuso the necklace after he's like told her that she has to take a big vacation from work to rest up. Um, that necklace that she wanted last episode, if we remember, the Tiffany's necklace that right. looks like a smile. And this, mu- this absolutely is product placement by Tiffany's. And we also saw yeah. a lot of... A, at the very beginning of the episode, electric car product placement by Mercedes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mercedes electric. They're vehicle. now making electric cars, though, you know. And I Buy saw for them, the I, guess. I saw for the first time at the end of the episode, a card came up that was like, because I was waiting to see if there's a preview for next episode. Mm. There wasn't. Um, but a card came up that was like, there was product placement in this episode. You got got. Oh, we did not get got. We knew. And I was like, uh, I didn't get got. I'd love to buy a Mercedes again. But, you know, financially, it's not a match. Yeah. Well, you know, once we get the CFO CEO status, we'll keep that in mind. But you know what? That's the Korean drama way of planting a seed in us. Mm. They're like, hey, listen, we know that you don't have Mercedes money now, but we're going to plant a seed in your mind. That you want to be like Roy. Well, that's the seed I hope blooms because I would love a Mercedes. Okay, you guys listening? Mercedes. Mercedes. I'm just working on a turtleneck. Oh, realistic goals. I like that. Yeah. And a haircut that looks good on me. Your haircut looks great, Steve. Your haircut looks great. No, I think I need a Roy bowl cut. Okay. Steve, I swear if you do that, I will. Oh, I'll be so mad. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Oh my god! All right, no fine, bowl fine, cuts fine. for I, anyone. Have you not I've, heard I've, one thing that we have said? I mean, I thought we were just playing, but I see a. Uh, not just games. It's not. It's not. It's not just felt, games. We're talking about the threat. bowl cut, and also your girlfriend gave you this very nice haircut, and I don't think that she would appreciate it if you wanted to have a bowl cut. It looks great. Your girlfriend. <sighs> you know. You know what job. it is. The bowl cut. I have met fond memories of you know when I was a kid and I had a bowl cut, and that's like it's just so maintenance free, and your hair just falls. You don't got to put no product in it. Look. You don't got to worry about hairspray. A bowl cut has a time and a place, and that is on a child's head. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, okay, we're not, we're not going to get into this. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but Roy is a full adult. Like, on. he's like 35 at this point. Yes, he does, yeah. he, he's not pulling it off. Okay, okay, okay. okay. How, about, so how about Kunwan's cut? Would that be a compromise? I think Kunwan's is more okay. Again, oh. I gave it like a B minus, C plus. Hmm. Look, it's okay. still a bowl cut, right? But as far as bowl cuts go, like, if you're like going to do it, bowl cut. it's a little better. It just looks a little bit more styled. Yes. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right I'm going to. Uh... Okay, so have we all agreed, Steve? No, but I'm just, I'll, I'm going to think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to tweet at Steve after we're done. You know with what this. it is? Here's, I have a deep-seated um, admiration and fear of bowl cuts. Oh. It's because. Um, like one, it's a very bold statement to have a bowl cut, especially as a grown man. And uh, in my brief time when I was um, living in Japan, one of my coworkers, he had a bowl cut and he was a grown ass man. <laughs> and, uh, and he turned out to be like ranked number like 12 long jumper. Olympic long jumper in Japan. Wow. He was, al- he was always walking around with this like vest with these like weights in it. Mm-hmm. Like just, he just constantly walking around with an extra unnecessary 50 pounds on him because he's always training. And I was like, whoa, who are you? You're like a real life anime character. Like wow. always training. And then I was like, and you have a bowl cut? And so that's why since would- you stand this guy. Oh, I would. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just so in awe. Like that's, that's like just oozing charisma. I would bet Except- Mercedes money though that if he Ooh. changed his haircut, he would look much better. I mean, I am surprised <laughs> that you said that he's uh like uh like a a, a competitive long jumper and he has a bull cut because I would think that he would go like the competitive swimmer route and want to be hairless for like maximum velocity you know that's that's fair and i just realized maybe there's a reason why he the reason why he had the bowl cut perhaps might be to keep him focused on training and not get distracted and not worry about what other people think of him and just it was like mental training as well Mm. i mean it could be oh i just my respect for him just went up another level (laughs) (sighs) but the funny thing is whenever i compliment him on his haircut he would like shy away and like be like oh no and then run away well because he's embarrassed (laughs) he's embarrassed he's like this serves a purpose but i'm not proud of it i'm not sure how mentally strong he is or confident he is about his bull cut well he's spending all of his confidence on the long jump but it seems like it's working Mm -hmm. and maybe that's what roy is doing too to be completely fair to him maybe he's like you know what i need to spend all my confidence on 
icy and tanbam and not like you know focus on my hair, hair. product right yes Ugh. okay well uh, the hair's working for Yisaw, though. I don't know why, but Yisaw's still, like, fully in love with him. And that, she tells Hyunyi, as Roy is listening from behind a wall, very creepy. Um, <laughs> but Yisaw says to uh, Hyunyi that she needs to overwork herself because she needs Roy to need her. Because otherwise he'll just get rid of her. Um, Which is so, so sad. It's very The, the other side to that is that she feels like... Unless she proves her worth for Tanbam and IC and Roy, she won't be able to so casually say these flirty things mm-hmm. like "I love you" and things like that. Take right. me on a date. So it's kind of like it is. A little, it is sad. It's very like it feels very transactional. Yes, it's very much putting every single one of your eggs in one basket: your social eggs, your professional eggs. Hmm. Your biological eggs. Yeah, huge gamble. And I also wanted to point out, it looked like she had a pop socket on her drink, on her coffee cup. What's that? It's like a little thing that you put on the back of your phone to help you hold it. It's a little circle thing. And then when we get a close-up of her phone later, it says pop socket. She has a pop socket on her phone and it says pop socket. So I was like, is this also product placement for pop socket? And do they have a pop socket that goes on your coffee cup? Very I would love that actually. But I don't know if the condensation would like make that hard to use. I got some questions. For, we have you know, questions. The development Lots team. Lots of questions. <laughs> the product, the, the, what is it called? The ads team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Call into the Let's show at Steve. At Steve. Tell me how your product works. <laughs> yes, please. I'm dying to know. Well, Hot coffee, hot goss. Because Gunsu is spilling the tea. Do you like that transition? <laughs> <Gunsu? I laughs> yeah, that was great. Okay. Gunsu is uh, spilling the tea to Sua that um, day he is dying, which I don't know how Sua didn't know since like, it seems like everyone else knows. I was like, what the hell? Nobody tells Sua. <laughs> yeah. Poor girl has been like left in the dust in terms of like Gunsu making leapfrog promotions yeah. over her. Now she's the assistant to him. Right. Man. I mean, she is like, uh, I do feel for Sua in this way that she is like always an afterthought for everybody in this show. Yes. Except Roy in the first half of the show. Yeah. But then he gets too distracted. He gets too distracted. Mm. Yeah. But you know what? At least Sua has been working towards her uh, goals, which was home ownership, car. That's huge. Yeah. Ownership. Um. It's just unfortunate she realizes, oh, there's something missing in my life still. Wonder what it could be. Yeah. I mean, do you have friends, Sua? Like, that could help. Like, it's unclear. <laughs> Truly a single thing. Like, a hobby you like, a show you like. She one, has, it seems like she has nothing. One interpersonal relationship that's not Roy. Right. A cat? Well, she does have the uh, Seok Chun-hyung friend uh, at his bar. In the beginning, they went there a couple yeah, times. Yeah, but maybe they right. had a falling out because this is four years later. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, Sua clearly doesn't have any friends because she immediately <laughs> runs to Dehi and like sobs her heart out. Oh. Even though Dehi is like, dude, you hated me this whole time. Like, what are you doing? But then Dehi tells her that he's 
she he like tamed her, which no, I didn't love that he said that. No. But it felt like to me that maybe he was using this because he did say that at one point he's like, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm dying. I have nothing to lose. But I wondered if he was using this as motivation to like motivate her to do something, you know, like because at the end he's like, is this mm. how you want me to think of you as like a tamed animal? Or Ugh, whatever? It was the yeah, whole thing he was, was trying to egg her on it in a weird way. It was yeah. so gross. I'm not sure Do to you what want end me to yet. despise you because I controlled you. Yes. I have no respect for my lackeys that I controlled. Do you want to be that? Very strange uh, reverse psychology. Abusive behavior. Yeah, very, very abusive. It's not great. Um, and also at this same time, Gunwon goes to the mob boss and is like, let's start the plan. But we still don't know what the plan is yet. We're going to find out soon, though. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, when he like, throws down this this suitcase of money i was like oh my gosh is this a hit and i was like is he putting a hit out on like roy or or on that's what i suspect you know yeah. on somebody and also like i'm still waiting for this and maybe this is a seed that's never going to sprout but i wanted to see the relationship with the mob boss and Roy come back. And maybe yes. that will sprout, but like, I was like, oh, maybe we just let this go. That's part of the reason why the ending surprised me so much because I thought Roy and this mob boss, I mean, it has been a long time, but I had yeah. thought that they had this sort of relationship. Um, so, well, we won't get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, because something real chaotic is about to happen, which is that, Sun Quan and Roy are working in Yiso's office and then uh, they're talking about like future plans for Danbom, bringing like someone you appreciate and love to the restaurant or whatever. And I, I do love the one idea, though, about bringing someone you hate <laughs> and you get a free bulgogi dish. <laughs> I, that's amazing. Seems yeah, I extremely want... Korean. I would never admit to the people I hate that I hate them <laughs> to get anything. Uh, I mean, if I, I bring it. somebody that I hate to a restaurant, I should be getting some free food. Yes. Yeah, you will. If you go to Tanbam for that night. Oh, I see. Okay. But this like marketing. <laughs> You're thinking about it. This marketing event has inspired Roy to realize that actually he was wrong and he's in love with Yisaw. Oh. It's a bit of a kind of thing that's like. If this had happened earlier on, I mean, like, not after 10 years, I would have been like, oh, d you just like this person because they like you, you know? And, of course, when you like somebody, it is good news when they like you back. But when you have no romantic feelings from somebody and then they're like, I like you, and you're like, I guess they like me a lot. Okay, I'll like them, too. It's like Roy's conflating the fact that Yiza helped him out a lot with the, uh, the feeling of, oh, um, I should return the favor by liking her back. And that's what she wants. That's what she wants. She, she, she trying, that's her whole game is like, if I, uh, uh, if I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like ingratiate myself. Am I using this word correctly? Like to Roy, if I make myself so irreplaceable to Roy, then he will fall in love with me. And that's what works. I mean, it really is telling, teaching us the lesson that sexual harassment works, which is not great. <laughs> I don't love that. We don't love that. It, it feels like Roy's been 
brainwashed a little yes. bit over the years with these as machinations, you know. Yeah. But hold on, let's let's let me let me just um let's let's look into this a little bit. Maybe Roy in his flashbacks, it's not spelled out quite so literally, but maybe he's thinking that I don't know how to justify it. <laughs> it was really weird because all the flashbacks were like of Yusa like being in love with him, which he has known for the past like what seven years. But then he's like gazing upon this portrait that Yusa drew of him in high school. In high school, when he was a full adult man, we'll put that oh, aside yeah. for now. But it's almost as if he was like, "Oh, she can draw." Now I like her. Now that I know that she can draw, it was like such a weird like. Oh, weird God. timeline weird just weird it's just hard to swallow that roy has this sudden epiphany yes about who he really has feelings for it's like what it came out of nowhere wild it's also Very. just like uh, it doesn't it, 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 i i i don't want to see east hall win in this way you know no it all feels all just terrible all around for everyone. Well, I don't want anyone to be with anyone at this point. Y- just find somebody new. You might get your wish. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. It might happen. <laughs> well, here we go. Right. Let's right. let's okay, okay. let's just let's just drive full speed ahead in our uh, Mercedes Benz um, with wow. like uh, impeccable steering power and control on the road. You know, probably some self driving capabilities. Probably I would some self driving capabilities. They're really selling me on this Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Damn it! Damn it! But Here I am judging Except for Roy's Roy, driving. But... Somehow, somehow Gunsu catches up to Roy in in that scene. Yes, because so Gunsu is running to the hospital because he's just found out that Yusa is there, and that's where Roy runs into him. They have a little chat, but then. Roy goes into the hospital room and Yusaw is missing because a scary ass nurse kidnapped her. Because, yeah, and you could tell it seems so innocuous, but you could tell again, shout out to the sound team, because you can tell because they they put in this sound that's very unsettling. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that this person who comes in who's wearing a mask is a bad person. This is the hit on Yusaw. I mean, she doesn't. Well, we don't know what happened to her if she just was like taken, but yeah. Oh, I should also say that Roy has told Gunsu that it's going to feel like a betrayal, but he likes Yisa and he's going to tell her. That monologue was, was super weird. It was so weird. I was and say, Gun- sorry, go ahead. Oh, just Gunsu was also like, what? <laughs> I also was like, what? Because it did appear for a second that I thought that Roy was going to like walk into traffic because <laughs> it just seemed like he was like, I don't know, you know, it just. Gave off a very odd vibe. It was very odd. But then they both kind of discover that Yusa is missing. And Roy gets a text of, I think it was Yusa with a hood over her, but I honestly could not tell. The- I, was, I paused there. I was like, what am I looking at? It, to me, it looked like Yusa was on a cardboard box. But yeah. she had a hood over her reason. face, right? Or no, no like it looked like to me she was just sleeping, or she would uh, had been. My my, what I assumed was that the nurse injected her with something to put her to sleep, and then they took her. Yeah. Yes. And accompanied with this picture is also an address, and he's told to come alone. But and Roy like leaves, but Gunsu follows him, 
And Babo Gunsu over here can't follow one direction in this world. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, Gunsu, it's amazing that Gunsu, he had to go back into Isa's hospital room, finally see what Roy saw probably 10 minutes ago, who should have ostensibly started the car and been on the freeway by now. Mm. But yet somehow, Gunsu has caught up to Roy and is tailing him. Yes. That's because he got like a he got the level four car. You know, he didn't get the entry level uh, vehicle. You know, he got all of the bells and the whistles because he's from Dongo. Because Jong is still number one in Korea, if we remember. That's right. And Roy was like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna pay for I'm gonna pay for a couple upgrades, but I'm I'm not gonna go the whole thing. He got the basic package. Yeah, he's like, I don't need the bells and whistles. Yeah. Turns out you do. Turns out you do. (laughs) You do. But then it turns out that it might not matter at all. Right. Because they end up in this like scary woods area, both Gunsu and um, Roy. And the mob is there. And so is Gunwon. Uh, And Gunwon's kind of like, okay, you die now. And everyone's kind of like, what? Uh, (sighs) And a car starts driving full speed into Gunsu. So Roy like pushes him out of the way to basically save Gunsu and jumps in front of the car and gets hit by the car and is on the ground bleeding just like his father was. And it is graphic. Again, graphic. this is like, must be like very covert product placement for like GoPro or something like that. Because yeah. again, we see, we go on this journey tumbling down into a ditch after you've been hit by a car. Yeah. You're in the ride with Roy, you know. Um, 3D in your face. I don't think he dies, though, because I heard that if you go over a car, you're much more likely to survive. Oh, that's But I think the car hit him. He smashed his head on the windshield and then flew forward. He did. Well, I, I had to rewind it because the first time I when I once I could sense that something extremely bad was going to happen, then I turned the sound off and I put my hand over the screen because mm-hmm. I didn't want to see what <laughs> I knew was going to happen, which I that's was correct reasonable. about. But then when I saw him like uh, on the ground, just like his father, I was like, wait, what the hell happened here? And I had to go back because I was like, did he get shot? Did they like shoot him in the head? But what you're saying makes a lot more sense that he but hit his head was, on the windshield. That was like a thing that bothered me, though, because I was like, why is this plot so complicated? Why didn't they just shoot them? It's, it's like much well, cleaner. Now they have to like hide a full car. <laughs> that's a good yeah, point that's true. um well i mean guns are harder to obtain in korea okay um so the gangster's weapon of choice is usually like a sashimi knife um well or a car i guess even that though would be that, that just seemed too complicated is a sashimi knife really like a was. big knife it's very sharp um I think. very 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 sharp um, it's not big. It's probably like the same size as like a chef knife around the same size, like six to eight inches. Wow. And that's what they want to use to get people with. You know, you just stab him a couple of times in the liver and then you puncture the lung and then you can't breathe. Steve, and you know, done. what Too the much hell about is this? going on here? Uh, I mean, uh, just, you know, just, uh, part of normal Korean education. Wow. I guess I'm really not Korean. I did. I mean, I'm glad to know now a couple of times in the liver, puncture a lung. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And then you're done. Yikes. Yep. Yep. No, thank you. Okay. Uh, well, wow. I guess I will just say to top this off, the thing that Roy thinks about as he's presumably dying, I don't think he's dying, but that's what they're like. It would like be too to... much. It would be so much if he died. Okay, It'd but be we, so we can crazy. Uh, we can talk about that in a minute. But let's ahead. just say, like, it, if he's dying, 
he the last thing he says is that he like or he thinks is he regrets telling Yusa that he didn't love her and that he misses her. Oh. Yes. I was oh, like, wait, wow. what? You just what learned Sua? this about yourself one second ago. What about your fucking yeah. company that you've put your entire life and all of your money in? The, yeah. f- the thing that you think about when you're dying isn't day he after you called him as soon as you heard he was dying and you were like, don't die yet because I want to have the last laugh. And then you have the audacity for your last thought on this earth, you think, to be about somebody that you just learned five seconds ago that you actually have feelings for. Goodbye. Goodbye, Roy. Bye, Roy. <laughs> no. Bye, Roy. There you go. There's Woo. there it is. Oh, man. Okay, Roy. <sighs> No, we don't want to hear it, Roy. Get in the car, Roy. We're going to dinner. Roy, get in the car. I don't care if you want to have a bowl cut. Roy, you don't (laughs) get to choose. You don't get to Uh. choose. We're getting rid of this bowl cut, whether you like it or not. And before you die, you need to think about the people and the things that you really put time and effort into. You're not going to think about Sun Quan and Hyun Yi and Tony and your company. Loan Shark Grandma. You're not going to think about your dad before you die? Like, come on, man. Right. The, the irony must have hit you. I mean, literally. And, you know, this, this whole episode just makes me realize this is a Korean drama after all. It <laughs> is a Korean drama after all. It also has made me realize that I need to think about what I would want to think about while I was dying so that I don't get it wrong mm. and then get yelled at by me. You only get one chance. You yes. only get one chance. You do not chance. want to get yelled at by Kim in your last dying moments. And I'll know. Mm-hmm. And I'll know if you mm. were wrong. Is that what you're supposed to be thinking That's about? That's not what you're supposed to be thinking about. That's not what you said was the value of your life. No. <laughs> I'm going to prepare my last thoughts um, before. Just before get them approved sure by me first. That. Will do. Yeah, Will there's do. some paperwork you have to fill out and then, you know. Gonna need your then, W your W nine or whatever. Run it by run it by start Kim. paperwork. Oh my gosh. I, it was just so <sighs> like it 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 felt I, I felt like they were so on pace to to wrap it up nice and easy, you know? And yeah. mm-hmm. they were like Let's take another route. <laughs> they were It's like uh it, it all started it all started unraveling with the hospital scene. Yes. Let's let's turn into turn this into a murder mystery thriller now. <laughs> Truly, let's change gears. I felt like they were almost done, and then they were like, "But what if instead of finishing, we didn't?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or do you think they were like, "Uh, oh, uh, we had written about a gang that they met in prison." Oh fuck, we gotta let we gotta reincorporate this gang. Got to tie up loose ends. This mob boss is on contract for four episodes. We only have about right. two. Forgot about him. Oh shit! Okay. The union's gonna be up our oh asses. Oh my god! If we don't write That's him in. So funny. Also, just to to jump to jump back again, it's such a uh, evidence of the times that when Yisaw is like uh, feeling ill before the meeting, and Hyungi's like she kind of has a fever and like that kind of thing. And then she's like, I'm go- it's just a cold. I'm going to go anyway. I was like, don't you go to work when you don't feel well. Stay home. Times have certainly changed. I was confused. I was catching myself feeling um, strange and uneasy whenever I noticed uh, there were certain parts where people would wear a mask. Yeah. 
But then, for example, Yisa was wearing a mask in one scene with Roy. But then when they got into the car together, she took off her mask. Aren't, so I was left wondering, what the hell is that aren't about? Aren't those, um, what's it called, like smog masks, though? They're not like, uh, oh, they're not like for the pandemic, right. I don't think. It's for like yeah. pollution, yeah. right? Or maybe they had just been starting to hear about the pandemic and started wearing masks. Because I remember like when we had just started hearing about the <laughs> pandemic and people started wearing masks, and I was like, "Where'd you guys even get these from?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy's an anti-masker. Oh, oh Roy! Man. Oh no, Roy! Now we oh, got no. another thing on the list. Oh, oh no! <sighs> well, I hope there's space for you at the hospital. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you hope. I mean, I also thought I was like when Roy was running out of the hospital. I guess that he was like. It was very timely because he needed to get to where Esau was. But I was like, is no one going to confront the hospital staff about letting a random person in and the random person ostensibly administering an injection? Yes. Well, that person, I would hope, at least had like some kind of fake badge or whatever. But I was also concerned when at first they told Gunsu he's not on the list to see Esau, so he couldn't see her. Uh, they like stopped him, and then after Roy ran up, he just kind of ran up too. Like no one stopped him that time. He's not on the list. Uh, I well, thought- I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Let's assume that uh, because Roy let Kunsu up, the the front desk people were like, "All right, well, we saw him go up." Yeah, that's what my assumption okay. was. All right, I'll give it to him. He had been okayed, but there are still some 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 people need to answer to something. Yeah. Yes. Okay, question on my mind. Mm. I thought the gangster boss was cool with Roy. That's what I'm saying. So I don't buy that he would kill him. So maybe he didn't know. Well, it seemed that it was... I I can see this going two ways, right? Like, it seemed like... It seemed like it was Gunwan who gave the okay to, like, start running over them. And Gunwan's so the Gunwan one paid the gang. He's the one that supplied the money. So in that way, I'm like, they're just they're just you know doing the hit. Um, and then in the other way, though, I'm like, but like it seems that the the gang boss would have loyalty to Roy because he was such a fan of him. But again, that right. was a long time ago. So maybe they were like, I don't care about you anymore. Was the mob boss there? Because I couldn't tell because mm-hmm. it was kind of dark. So, oh, he was, or I thought I he thought was he was. But then also Pretty it was, sure he was it there. was weird because Gunwan was like like Roy was like where's Isa and Gunwan was like I don't know but you guys are gonna die or something like that and I was like what the fuck are you talking about wait wait Gunwan was confused no I, it didn't seem like he was confused but it seemed like he was like I mean he has to he has to know where. He has to know where Esau is. is. He must just because like she's the bait right there. Like we need to get Roy somewhere so that I don't know. But I, I'm like, what? Good one. What is your game? Are you trying to kill Roy? Are you trying to kill your brother? Are you trying to like what? What? What's what's the reasoning behind this? It seemed like he was just trying to kill Roy, but I don't I don't understand why Roy. didn't. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, please. I was oh, just going to say, it seemed like flashing back to when Gunwan is having a uh, dinner with Sua, like it kind of felt like 
that was used as the explanation because he was like, well, I don't uh, like I'm don't worry, I'm not hitting on you. Like, I don't want to hurt somebody that I like. And then later in the episode, it seemed like Gunwan still had it out for Roy because Sua likes Roy and doesn't. And like now Roy doesn't like her or something like that. And like, I don't know. But there's no way that Gunwan would have known this sudden change of heart on Roy's part. I guess so. But I'm like, why is Gunwan trying to kill Roy? He, Yes, Roy did like kind of put Gunwan in jail. But again, Gunwan did hit it his father with he. a car. Day he did it. I don't understand why. I, I really don't understand this grudge. I thought he was going to kill Day he. That was what I thought it was going to. Or Gunsu or both. Oh, that's So it was really weird to me when it was Roy. And me- well, I'm confused why Kunzu is the first one to be the target. I th- he wasn't even part of the but plan. But Kunzu just stepped out. I, that's what I thought. Is that he just like kind of stepped out to like confront Gunwan, so he was kind of in position, so that it was like an opportunistic like, oh, sh- go <laughs> so, ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, so a goon behind the wheel is like, his instructions were, if somebody crosses this line <laughs> and steps on this X mark on the ground. Mm-hmm. You just step on the gas and just run him over. I think that Gun Gunsu is a bit of collateral damage or like because also like Gunwan is like, oh, you're both here. Good. Two people I hate. So he's like, well, I guess, you know, we're already here. We might as well just kill them both. Right. Huh. Questions. I mean, Gunwan, you got a lot to answer about. You got two episodes to do it. Oh, boy. And we know there's not really a second season. So it's like we know that they have there's to, no... like, get it wrapped up. I am afraid at this point. It was going so well, this this Too ride. Too well. Too well. Too well. Um, is, is this going to be like a Game of Thrones uh, disaster at the end? Um, I guess we'll have to keep watching. Well... <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and see you next week. You make me Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod, and if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hi, I'm Marvin. And I'm Rira. We're the host of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast dedicated to books by Asian and Asian American authors. Every month we pick a book by an Asian author to read and discuss on the show. We read a wide variety of genres from contemporary to historical fiction, fantasy to memoirs, and crime thrillers to romance. Some of our past book club picks are Pachinko by Minjin Lee, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho, and Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. We also go over what's new in the Asian American literary world and chat with some talented Asian authors about their work. So whether you want to start reading for fun again or diversify your TBR list, we got your Asian literature cravings covered. For more info, check out our website at booksandboba.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective.